this game's underway. Into the windup of his first offering. Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, my God. Deep to right field. Way up there. There come a wavy man. I don't believe it. My, oh, my. And look who's coming up. You have got to be kidding me. You talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Okay, play ball. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Payoff Pitch, Action Network's baseball betting podcast. We are presented by BetMGM. It's the month of November, and we're talking baseball. No game yesterday. The weather was not cooperative in Philadelphia. Game three between the Houston Astros and Philadelphia Phillies in the 118th World Series is set to get underway tonight. Your host on Payoff Pitch, Brendan Glasheen, with Action Network's senior editor, Colin Whitchurch, and Philadelphia Phillies fanatic. And that comes first. And then Action Network senior writer. He covers baseball, other sports here at Action. Anthony DeBundo joining us on a Tuesday. No Zarillo. Zarillo's doing video stuff today. Um, you can find our payoff pitch picks over uh, in the Action Network app by searching Payoff Pitch Podcast. We have a bit of a wrinkle, uh, Mr. DeBundo, for this game three. It's a tied series, 1-1. Lance McCullers, he's still on the mound for Houston, but we get Mr. Ranger Suarez on the mound now, so no worries about Cindergard going like one, one and two-thirds today. Um, <laughs> Ranger Suarez who we have talked highly about on this podcast will go today, but uh, the Phillies are still underdogs in this game at plus one Oh five overall Astros minus minus one twenty-five. total still at eight runs. going to let Anthony weigh in here first, Colin Anthony, how, where are you at here in this series and what's the approach to betting game three? Yeah, I think uh, I'm the, I'm the low man relative to the city on our chances uh, at home in these next three games. I don't think there's too much of a difference from the rain out and giving Philly an advantage. Yes, they get to start Ranger Suarez instead of Thor in game three, but Thor is still going to pitch game five. So really you're going to get the same three. Houston's going to see the same three pitchers they would have seen just in a different order. I'm not somebody who thinks the order particularly matters that much. They're going to see Thor in game five. It enables the Astros to move up Verlander, but they're still going to see the same three pitchers with McCullers now Javier and then Verlander. So that doesn't even switch anything. Uh, so I don't really think the rain delay does too much. You know, if it had come in the middle of the, of the three games, I think you could make a, a stronger case that it helped Philly because they don't have as much bullpen depth, but both bullpens are now going to be fully rested. We saw that Presley and Montero were used in both games in Houston. Now they have two days off. So you have no concerns about them. The Phillies top arms have not pitched in three days. So everybody's going to be fully locked and loaded for this game. Interesting question mark is how far does Ranger Suarez go? Because he will not, I think, see anybody three times. He may only go through the first five batters in the lineup twice. I wouldn't be shocked to see him only face 15 or so hitters because he did get the extra day off from his relief appearance. So not too worried about that. But just the way that this, this matchup works, I would not be shocked if we saw Suarez through Kyle Tucker the second time and then they got him out before facing the righties at the bottom of the Houston order. And the reason for that, and the reason I'm concerned about the Phillies in this matchup, is that the Astros have destroyed, destroyed left-handed pitching this season. Not just all year, but in the second half especially, 
since August 1st, 147 weighted runs created plus against left-handed pitching. We saw the Mariners literally not pitch a lefty and choosing not to start Robbie Ray, not just because he gave up the homer to Jordan, but because of how bad of a matchup it was. We saw the Astros got to Nestor Cortez. I know there was an injury in there, but they have destroyed left-handed pitching all season over a 120 for the rest or for the entire season and weighted runs created plus. So I'm a little bit concerned about this matchup. I love Ranger. He's the coolest man on the team. He's you know incredible on the mound defensively and, and does generate a good amount of ground balls, but he's, he's a pitch to contact guy at heart. Right. Astros have the lowest strikeout rate against left-handed pitching by a lot. Uh, that means that the Phillies corner infield is going to be tested. The Phillies corner outfield is going to be tested uh, in this game. And that, that gives me some concern. So with all the balls being put in play for the Houston Astros, I think this is not a great matchup for Ranger. And that's why I think they're going to limit him and try to go heavy bullpen, especially now that they have Nola available tomorrow, who you expect to get more length from. I know we struggled last start, but a lot of that was just a couple of bad homers. Uh, so I'm not sure what the usage will be. We have not seen a Ranger Suarez strikeout prop yet, but I'm going to be playing the Astros in the first five innings uh, at minus 120. I love Lance McCullers. Philly's not as good against breaking balls. It's pretty much all he throws. He's been throwing more of like a cutter, and that's been very effective. So Philly's not great against cutters either. Uh, I do like the matchup for McCullers considerably more. Then again, there's that Philly's home voodoo. So we'll see. Colin Whitchurch, if I remember correctly, did you end up, did you take a Ranger Suarez under strikeout prop that that was one of the most unreal Miracle. sweats ever. He had two strikeouts, I believe, in the first inning. I think he struck out the first two batters he faced in the game, and the total was three and a half. Yeah. And then he struck out one more guy the rest of the, the game. And it was in the second under. inning. Yes. My buddy um, had over, and he had three strikeouts through five batters and then did not hit the over. Correct. Yes. So Ranger Suarez has been very uh, cooperative. Sometimes I love him. Sometimes I hate him. Uh, Anthony gives me grief when, when I talk crap about Ranger Suarez, but yeah, this matchup doesn't change a ton from the analysis yesterday, despite the fact that it is Suarez instead of Thor. I talked yesterday about Rob Thompson and about how he's pulled all the right strings with this bullpen. And I think he will continue to do so today. So instead of Thor, a starting pitcher that he doesn't trust very much, but Clearly. who puts the Astros in their worst split. He goes with Suarez, a pitcher he trusts a ton, but in a terrible split, as Anthony mentioned, and with the bullpen having an extra day of rest. So I do think he's going to manage this game similarly with Suarez on the mound as he would have with Thor on the mound. How early he pulls him is going to be interesting. Who he goes to is going to be interesting, especially now. It's like, when does he bring in Jose Alvarado? Does he save him just for the Jordan and Kyle Tucker part of the lineup? How early could he bring in Sir Anthony Dominguez in a key spot? Do we see length out of the likes of Zach Eflin? Very fascinated to see what's going to happen here. I am with Anthony on the Astros' first five innings. I think that despite all of the correct chess moves Thompson has made. The starting pitching matchup is just too stark with McCullers versus Suarez. McCullers' breaking ball mix is is very interesting against this Phillies lineup. There are a couple of Phillies props you could potentially target that hit well against McCullers' arsenal. 
I've already played a couple of Kyle Schwarber props. I like over one and a half total bases on him. Also going to take a stab at him to hit a home run. If you can find his total basis prop around the 150 range, I think that's a good play. I played his over half of a homer, just his his odds to hit a homer at plus 400 earlier. Really like his matchup against McCullers. Reese Hoskins also has favorable run values against McCullers' arsenal. But in general, I like the Astros over the first five innings. Anthony mentioned minus 120. I'm also going to be playing the over on the full game total of eight. Astros against a lefty again. And these bullpens have both been pretty good. I know a lot. there's been a lot said about the Phillies bullpen. They've, they've held their own for the most part during the playoffs. But again, the Astros offense is just too scary. And you just need one blow up spot from the plethora of relievers that Thompson's going to throw out there. And then the Phillies offense at home, whether it's McCullers, any of the relievers that Dusty Baker brings out behind him. The Phillies haven't lost a game at home yet this year. Their offense is a different animal there at Citizens Bank Park. So I think the Astros are going to lead the first five innings and we're going to see plenty of offense probably in the first five innings, but over the course of the full game. So Astros first five minus 120 and then the total over eight. I like both of those bets tonight. Go ahead, Anthony. Got something to say? Yeah, I'll be taking uh, a look at a live under two. I know Colin mentioned the bullpens. Uh, I love the way the, the way the Phillies bullpen has come together here. And I think there's a very clear plan on how they're going to manage this. I think we're going to see, uh, you know, Suarez will start. Whether he gets a full two times through or not, we're going to see Andrew Bellotti come in. Bellotti's got the slider going. Very effective against righties. Uh, I think they'll, he'll, they'll see him for the bottom lineup second time through if Suarez can't get there. I think we may actually see some Connor Brogdon against the lefties. His changeup has looked excellent. I know Brogdon has been up and down as a reliever in Philadelphia, but did get uh, Jordan pretty comfortably out in the last matchup in game two. Uh, and then I think from that point forward, it's just going to be Alvarado for the lefties and then Sir Anthony and, and Eflin will get through the rest. D-Rob probably not going to see him necessarily unless it's a desperation situation because of his control issues. So I think the Phillies have uh, a little bit more depth than maybe the, the narrative is right now. And I, I mean, Houston's bullpen is complete lockdown. Phillies couldn't do anything against them. Uh, Montero, Presley, even Neris, like fully locked and loaded. This bullpen is going to be very tough to beat all series. So if it's like, you know, three, two or three, one, even if it's within a couple of runs, I'm going to be looking for a live under just because I think that these two teams, you know, part of the reason Thompson pulling all the strings works is that the guys are just pitching well. Right. Like the manager's a genius when the bullpen guys are firing and then he's an idiot when they don't like if Alvarado comes in and gives up a bomb, all of Philly is saying, Oh, how did they bring in Jose Alvarado in the fifth inning? That was so dumb. He's not used to that. Right. But like he gets the strikeout. So it works. Uh, so uh, I think uh, the Phillies bullpen is a little bit better than people think, but I will be looking for live under. I'm also playing a Lance McCullers strikeout prop over. We've seen this a little bit all playoffs, and I think there's just been a general playoff tax on a lot of these pitchers for their strikeout totals. And I just think they've been too low. We saw it last series, you know, I was betting a lot of Nola and Wheeler over strikeouts where they were sitting at five and a half. And these guys are going deep into games. Uh, Verlander against the Yankees comes to mind. I think they sat him at, at five and a half too. When he finished with 11, uh, even the Framber strikeout totals, like pitchers are going deeper in the playoffs this year than they have in past years. And I'm less concerned about Dusty Baker pulling somebody early uh, than I am about Thompson because Baker, if anything, has been shown in the past to leave a guy in perhaps one or two batters too long. 
And because this is the uh, a more trusted starting pitcher, I, I do trust McCullers. Uh, he did see this lineup at the end of the regular season. It was a playoff game for the Phillies. He pretty much dominated, gave up a, a solo homer to Schwarber to start the game, then shut us down for five, six innings. So I think McCullers has a good matchup here. Again, I mentioned the breaking balls. Phillies are not quite as good against breaking balls. One guy who is, who nobody's talking about, Bryson Stott, having some great at-bats. Doesn't have the bat speed to catch up to a lot of these high heater fastballs, but he's an excellent breaking ball hitter. Uh, and I think he could be a decent prop look in this game. But yeah, I'm playing the McCullers over five and a half at plus 130. Our Action Labs projects him for six and a half. So it's a 10 out of 10 rated prop uh, to get him over five and a half plus 130. Somewhere Mark Pryor's arm just twitched when you mentioned Dusty Baker not having a problem leaving starting pitchers out there for a little bit longer. And you mentioned Stott. Yeah, I mean, this guy has put together some amazing at-bats. He's drawn a lot of walks this series. He's uh, I'm, I'm going to be buying some dynasty stock in, in that guy going into 2023 for sure because he had a rough go of it to start his career in Philadelphia, but he, he's looked good this World Series. BetMGM is offering McCullers at four and a half strikeouts right now, over juice to minus 160. Under four and a half at plus 115. Again, as the guys mentioned, no prop yet on Suarez. No props. Earned runs, outs. So keep your eyes on that if you have any interest. The thing with McCullers is that, you know, he, he does run a lot of high pitch counts, right? He runs uh, a lot of deep counts. He'll get to 0-2 and then he'll waste two pitches. But he also generates a ton of whiffs and a ton of chases. His stuff is just gross. 108 stuff plus. Uh, I love McCullers as a pitcher, and I think uh, this is – a great matchup for him. He has the postseason experience. I don't expect him to be rattled in Philly. Uh, the weather doesn't look bad, so you don't worry as much about the feel and the uh, and whatnot. Yeah, we talked about Suarez props. If you find some out there after this podcast goes up, obviously, if you see a strikeout number at three and a half, the under is recommended there. But I'll be taking more of a look probably at his outs recorded prop. Anthony mentioned the length and and the fact that he might get pulled early. I agree with that. Obviously I don't, I don't have any clue what that number is going to get set at, but I would keep an eye on that and, and probably target the under on his outs recorded prop. If, if you find a reasonable number, let me ask one more question before we get out of here. If Zach Wheeler is getting another day of rest, why, why pitch Cindergard then in game five? Like what's the, yeah, he threw 69 pitches Wheeler in game in game one. Like, what are we doing here? Well, why even, why even use Cindergard? Well, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna start Wheeler if they're down three games to one. Let's, let's be clear about that. Thompson, about that. Thompson said that they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna give him an extra day's rest. Don't know. But if the that. Astros win the next two games, Zach Wheeler is starting that game. There's you don't think so, Anthony. I'm going to be honest. Uh, and there, you know, I wasn't on, we didn't do a pod for game two. Uh, and I know, People like the Phillies with Wheeler on the road. Uh, I was extremely concerned with how Wheeler finished the game against the Padres on Sunday, the clinching game. Uh, and he is not, his arm is not what it was two weeks ago, even. And, and it really comes down to all season. Wheeler had, remember, you have to go all the way back to April. Well, all the way back to last year. Wheeler pitched more innings than he ever had in his whole career, over 200 innings. He had, he had a problem in spring. He wasn't, his arm wasn't ready. He basically went through spring training in the early part of the season had to ramp up. So he was slow getting into the season. He really did ramp up, but by August, his velocity was down sitting 95, 96. They sat him for almost a month. He didn't pitch. He came back. Velocity was back. 98, 98, 98 gets to the playoffs. He's touching 99 regularly. First few starts that San Diego start. 
He threw 98, 99, the first inning by the fourth inning Velo was gone. So I think they know. And I think he knows that he does not have this fastball right now. Uh, he only was, his average fastball was 95.6 against Houston. He didn't even throw it that much. Like the first pitch of the game, he threw 95 and a half right down the middle to Altuve crushed it double. And then he threw the lowest rate of fastballs he had in almost any start this season against Houston in game two. So I think they're worried. I think he's worried. I think he has one start left this year, no matter when it comes, they want him to be as rested as possible to just empty the tank. And that's going to come better in game six than it will on regular rest. In game okay. Five. And that, so that all makes plenty days. of sense. But if you're down three to one, a Zach Wheeler at 70% is still better than a Noah Syndergaard at hundred percent. You're going to, you're going to end your season with your best pitchers on the mound. If it's two to two, if they're up three to one, obviously you give him the rest, but there's no way in hell he's not seeing the mound if they're facing elimination in game five. We will see. I, I mean, I, I it very well could come to that situation, right? With the way that the lines are going to be the next two games, but yeah, uh, we will see. Although Nola at home is a much better pitcher on the road than on the road, but we'll see. I think uh, I think it's going to be two two heading into game five, and I think we're going to see Noah Syndergaard on the mound. Five I will five. say. If the Astros win tonight, I might be looking to add to my Phillies series price because with Nola going tomorrow, um, you know, yep. you'll be getting into the more pro a, a compromise Phillies Wheeler. matchups uh, going forward. I, I think that they, they could win tomorrow with Nola, whatever happens in game five that we just talked about. But I'll be really curious to see what the series price is on the Phillies if they lose tonight. And I'll be doing the opposite, actually. If the Phillies win tonight because of the compromised Wheeler, I'll actually be looking to play Houston on the series price because Very I do fair. think that they have a pitching advantage in games six and seven, no matter what at this point, and probably five. So I think if the Phillies steal one tonight, uh, then I'll be hopping on the Astros. Of course, this is all subject to change as it pertains to the pitching, but these guys laid that out. I'm glad I asked that question because uh got, got a little, little feisty debate there. I like it. Very good. All right, but as we're, we're doing all this fodder now, and it's great, we're going to be here tomorrow. We're going to, we're going to talk about Game 4, uh, regardless of what happens tonight in Game 3. So be sure to join us uh, for Payoff Pitch. That'll be out first thing tomorrow before Game 4 uh, gets underway. So thanks so much to Anthony DeBundo, Colin Whitchurch, Brendan Glasheen. Again, please rate, review, and subscribe Payoff Pitch. We are coming down the stretch. Month of November has started, but baseball season wraps up. At the end of the week, as a reminder, we are presented by BetMGM. Don't forget to follow the picks for tonight's pod. Even any last minute, you guys, these guys mentioned some potential live unders. We'll get the Suarez props up there soon. If they're going to bet anything, keep an eye on the Action app and uh, follow these guys there. But for the picks we just gave out on this episode, be sure to follow Payoff Pitch podcast in the action network app enjoy game three everybody we will see you tomorrow join you tomorrow to preview game four look at his crowd on its feet what a tribute no one wants to leave